men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. Aaron. Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. funny because AJ's, AJ's on Skype, really del- so he's like a quarter of a second yep. behind us. It's really, really That's fun. a good bit. It's a great bit right Welcome there. in. It is episode number six of Jobbing Out. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and he's... Live via satellite. No. <laughs> via hologram. He's actually a hologram right here in the studio with us. <laughs> the main event. Vent. 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 Oh my God. Damn it. AJ One Francis. of these days we'll get it timed out correctly. AJ Francis, the Washington Redskins. All right. Um, boys, uh, good to chat again this week. We got a lot to do on this. Oh, man. I just had a little bit of a, little bit of a burp there. Sorry about that. I'm that professional broadcaster. All good. Yep. Got a lot to do this week. We got a great guest on this week's show. He is the greatest man that ever lived. I was going to say, you might say it's the greatest right, guest. Right. Correct. It's hard to do better than this. I'm really excited about it. We've never had him on the show before. Um, you know, like we're getting to the point now on the show, we're hitting a lot of repeats. Just right, we can't. Like, and that's fine because like we, we'll go like two years without having talked to somebody. Right. right, there's plenty more to talk to them about. Who do we just have? Well, Ellsworth, right? Like, Ellsworth been, was 18 months. We had, um, I mean, we, we had all, somebody else on this year that was right. a repeat. Somebody from Ring of Honor, Alex Riley. Well, Alex Riley, sure. Yeah, there's always stuff to talk. And then we had a re- who is it we had on from Ring of Honor? That we loved, like we were thrilled. Yeah. Oh, uh, Christopher Daniels. Yes, yes. Right, Christopher, Christopher Daniels, Daniels, who's amazing, right? Yes. We fucking love Christopher Daniels. And by the way, since the last time we talked to him, he did happen to become, you know, the champion. Like, so there was more to right. talk to him about. But, but we're getting to that point because we've been doing the show for so long. We've been doing the show for so long that we stopped trying to count how many episodes that we've we're, done. We're coming up on three years. That's incredible. We're That's actually, incredible. actually, we might be, I feel like we started late February, early wow. March of wow. 2015. So we're almost basically three years exactly. Well, uh, when, did, when did the show matter? That was when uh, I said when Aaron, when, Right, when AJ joined the show is, is when the show started mattering. Um, well, we will have Austin Aries on the program. It's like, it's like, it's like a records that get... That were set in the Major League Baseball Bef- before Jackie Robinson, right? Before black players were allowed to play, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, are they really records? Are they Does that really count? Right? No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, you know. By the way, you won't disrespect this though. Like, I refuse to be disrespected that way. Like, those are important shit. We had Kurt Angle on the show before you were around. That, that's facts. We, you know, we had The Miz on the show before Summer you were Ray. around. Summer Ray was on the show before you. You think you're more important than Summer fucking Ray? You think you're more important than that? Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, maybe. All right. I don't know. <laughs> Summer Ray, the founder of the women's revolution. That's right. That's fact. <laughs> Some people say she began the re- women's revolution. But Austin Aries is on the show this week. He's at uh, ACW, Adrenaline Championship Wrestling. Look, it's a massive weekend for, um, so for much indies going on. locally. Like, it's just an incredible weekend. 
Um, I'm not normally bitter of people who live in Baltimore. I'm jealous of them. Yeah, but I mean, I it's, am this it's unbelievable, right? So Friday night is ACW. Um, that's Aaron just casually shit on all of Baltimore. Yeah, well, much. he can go fuck himself. I mean, like if he thinks <laughs> he thinks that where he's from is so great, you think that uh, that Tampa is so great? Is that what you think it is? You think that Tampa, Tampa is sucks? Yeah. Yeah, you, you're Mr. Tampa over here. Yeah, you're Mr. always going on about how much you love Tampa. Oh, yes. Going you, down to Tampa in a few weeks. Yeah, right? You're Mr. Tampa over there. It's just strip clubs. That's it. Nothing. Well, strip clubs and octogenarians. That's all it is. What's wrong with strip clubs? Well, I'm not taking anything away from strip clubs. Strip clubs are actually wonderful places. But, but the ones in Miami are better. That's true. That, and you think Baltimore doesn't have good strip clubs? We got great strip clubs. <laughs> sure, you might get shot while you're there, but the strip clubs are wonderful. <laughs> not going to disgrace the name of Baltimore strip clubs. How does this have to do with Austin Aries? <laughs> uh, lots of good wrestling in Bal- yeah. the Baltimore area this weekend. ACW Friday night, which he will be at. And then, of course, MCW, the Horsemen Reunite uh-huh. Saturday. And then Evolve 101 Woo. on Sunday. So the other two events, Friday night is at uh, Michael's F Avenue in Glen yes. Burnie. The other two at the MCW Arena in Joppa. And, um, of course, James Ellsworth coming home. That's the big one for Friday night in ACW. And he's going to be facing Jerry the King Lawler, which is... Because of course he would. Why wouldn't he? Right. Exactly yes. right. If he's going to be the next uh, Kaufman, he has to fight Lawler. That's the way that it goes. All right. Uh, so we'll talk to Austin Aries later on in the program. Let's start this week by diving into... I mean, I, on both shows, we have complications to the championship picture. Um, but we'll start with the uh, the red brand. We'll start with uh, with Raw. And we'll start with what happened as... I think... I'll, I, I don't think anybody's, like, super stunned. Obviously, the injury to Jason Jordan, we talked last week, it was going to cause you to have to do something else. You have to figure something else out with Seth Rollins moving forward. Okay, all well and good. Putting a seventh person in the elimination chamber, also not a big problem. There's six pods. Well, there's Somebody, four pods. There's four pods. Right, yes, that's be, true, right. So you can start, so, but either so way, you can right. start with the triple threat. Right, right. right correct. It's going to start in a triple right. threat. Right, yes. yeah, I, I, I did the math. Obviously, I did the math wrong in my head. But yeah, that, the point is, <laughs> right, the point is there can be one more person in the ring right. when the match starts. There's nothing wrong with having three people in the ring instead of two, you know what I mean? Like exactly. It's, it's, it actually makes it better. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with having a seventh person. I don't think anybody has any issue with any of that, right? I think the problem, as we saw everyone's reaction after it happened, is... Wow, you really had Bray Wyatt do that job? You had him not only lose and be the one to eat the pin in a match where you had Apollo Crews. And by the way, I like Apollo Crews, so I'm... He looked great. Right. I, I'm, I'm hoping they're finally figuring out I, something to do I hope so, too, because he's great. Um, and maybe call it progress that he wasn't the one to eat the pin in this situation. But I think a lot of people are, are going back to the Bray Wyatt. Like, how much do you just not give a shit about Bray Wyatt... Um, that not I only I don't know if that I don't know if that's the case because I feel as if by having them do that by having Bray Wyatt eat the pin you he was say, the person that won Elimination Chamber last year so he can just say that he's immediately like, all right so you're out of contention if if Apollo Cruz ate the pin Bray Wyatt could come back next week and be like dude I didn't even lose and I won the Elimination Chamber last year you just put seven dudes in you might as well make it eight but he lost. The- in the qualifying match. Right. I mean, there is that. That's true, too. This was a second-chance match, so I, I think... But, I no, I think the better argument for, if you're trying to defend, say it's not that bad for Bray Wyatt, would be you would say, well, it took two guys to pin him. Right? Like, if you wanted to try to say it's not that bad for Bray Wyatt, is well, he needed to have two guys pin him in order to lose. But, 
it did seem odd, and I do think that there's a bigger Bray Wyatt problem that exists. If, if this was the one thing, no one would right. be making anything of it. It's just that he was picked. And right, and it's happening sort of yes. in the middle of, I, I think they're pushing towards like a big Bray, Bray, Bray Wyatt-Matt Hardy match. Yes. But like, and that was, a, that was the biggest surprise to me. It wasn't so much that he was pinned, but it wasn't that it wasn't the two of them taking each other out of the match. Right. And, like, I think that would have made more I, – I, maybe they don't really care how – they just think the feud will, will handle itself. Right. And so it doesn't really matter how big the match is. But it looks like that's been one of the bigger things they've been pushing to, and it seems like they're going to try to push that through to WrestleMania to have that be a big moment at WrestleMania. So – you know, in that way, like, it's a bummer that like, it doesn't seem like Bray Wyatt has any heat at all. Like, he just sort of seems like a guy. And that you're trying to sell Broken Matt Hardy as being this big thing. But, you know, he's just going to keep dancing for months around the same guy that's, that, that sort of doesn't have any heat. It kind of takes a little bit away from it by the time you ultimately get there. And the fact that you're going to have done it at least once beforehand before you get to WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like, that, all those right. things try to take a little sting off. All that being said... Um, I'm actually, unlike SmackDown, I'm all on board for having more guys in this match. I think the elim- having the Elimination Chamber match be for the opportunity to, to, to get to WrestleMania is actually perfect. Like, I think well, this storyline is perfect, and I have no problem if they did want to put, like, if they wanted to put three more guys in. Like, I have no issue with everybody kind of having a shot to, to be the number one contender. I think the great thing about the Elimination Chamber, this is, you know, we kind of have an idea of where they're going, but as, as we've talked about in the past, kind of the mid-card is, is very up in the air right now, mm-hmm. and with the people you have in the Elimination Chamber, you can build out WrestleMania in the Elimination Chamber itself. Yep. If if Miz pins somebody, if Finn and Seth start really going at I, it, I, whatever I really direction think, you want to go there. I think Seth pins Miz, and that's the Intercontinental, and that's the Intercontinental title match. It's perfectly reasonable. You can go any way with that. You could go, you know... Finn gets screwed. You could go Seth gets screwed. You could go either of them pin him. You could say that Miz, you know, rolls up Braun, and that's how, and, you know, and Braun starts going on the war path towards Miz. You could do anything. And then, let's say it is Braun. Well, except for the fact that I'm going to need Braun and Finn, or well, Braun and Elias to a buddy cop movie. I need that to forever well, be something that, that I get. that was the greatest it was, promo segment ever. I got I, 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 I don't want to interrupt your steam right now. No, 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 I'm, fine. I'm, no, no, I'm, we, I'm we need com- to talk about I'm it. I'm in complete agreement with you. I actually think that this works out. Honestly, I'm all on board. Yes. I'm all on board with doing the Elimination Champion. I think you're 100% right. It sets up perfectly to allow there to be a bunch of good storylines that come out of the chamber. I have no problem with putting a boatload of guys in this match. I think it's all good. Yes, perfect. But... <laughs> When AJ just said, I, I, this can, it's, hy- it's hyperbole, but, but it it's ain't. not. But it's it ain't. Not. <laughs> we have to talk yes. extensively <laughs> okay. about the greatness of that segment. Yes. It gave me goosebumps. Like, I'm telling you right now. And <laughs> you all. Broad could actually sing. Right, well, that was. <laughs> that was part of it. Like, yeah. the part of it was it, it gave Braun depth as a face. Yeah. Which yes. like like part of I was problem, really I was really concerned when they first I was like oh no this is gonna get goofy and that's not good for right. Braun but it worked it it totally pulled together in that like it still was sort of Braun being asshole I hate everyone Braun in like this super dickish way but in an actual super dickish incredibly entertaining way um, it I thought it gave it but the that problem, base looked way I've held one of those motherfuckers oh, oh dude I, yeah. 
Bro, I mean, I think I could do what he did, but I feel like me and like six other people on Earth, maybe. You would, you could do it, but it would look a lot weirder. You oh, doing yeah, it? Oh yeah, no, than it would do. not yeah. look as effortless by any means. Yo, whoever storyboarded, <laughs> literally made it look like it, right, Jarrett's guitar. Correct. Right. Whoever storyboarded that thing, whoever co- concocted the, the shots, that, like the the over the shoulder of Elias onto the ramp with Braun, dude. Dude! Yes. It was, like, there are moments where you just have such great joy for being a wrestling fan that, like, people that are watching the Olympics that hate wrestling, I'm telling you right now, nothing that you watched on the Olympics was a tenth as entertaining as what we experienced in that moment. It was such sheer delight at the concept that you genuinely didn't see it coming you had no idea that this was a direction. I, I thought it was going to be Braun, but I thought it was going to be Braun comes right. in and wrecks it's shit. just Braun coming in yeah. to be Braun. Dude, they, this was perfection. This was one of the most wonderfully drawn-out segments, and you literally walk away from it. First of all, you feel no different about Elias. Like, Elias looks no worse no. than this because, again, it's every— It's Braun. Right, it's Braun. Elias carried the whole thing, so you actually like Elias more. Right, correct. You literally want a fucking buddy cop movie with these two guys. <laughs> I want them. I messaged our buddy Brandon from Ramset. I said, "Dog, if you could bring those two dudes in, to one do, man, a two man show to do a two man show, I would buy fifty tickets to help you sell. Like <laughs> I would buy fifty to have the fucking Elias Braun Strowman, you know, stage show at Ramshead Live. Oh my god! I I'm just I'm in awe sometimes. Like I I don't I don't even know how that starts. Like I don't know if it's all right, guys, we got to figure out something with uh, uh, Braun and Elias for next week. Um, you know. All right, should we just send them out? No, let's see what else we can do Dude. here. <laughs> Who even comes up with that? I, that's the thing. Like, I, the, the concept of a stand-up base. I'm so – it's perfect. It's perfect. And it ripped apart as soon as he tried to play it. it oh, was, yeah, that was, that was the best part. He just kind of was like, oh, okay. Right, because <laughs> it, it, it's the way it he should rolls. be. Yes, Correct. he just rolls with it. It's so – Freaking perfect! But that, that's that I what, just want to shake someone's hand. The, the fact that it did break and he just he knew just to roll with it. Like a lot of people would have frozen a little bit there. No, We've that, seen right, that, right? And so for Braun, who let's be clear, we haven't really seen any sort of thing besides him running down and wrecking stuff that he has the wherewithal to just kind of keep going. That's a good thing, and that's what I'm talking about by giving him depth as a face. Like, again, as a good guy, it's sort of been a weird, okay, you do super cool shit, so, like, we're cheering for you. But it is super awkward because, also, he's literally trying to murder people, right? Like, yeah. this this was true depth as a face. Like, I've and talked, he still tried to murder someone. Correct. But, but that's right. No, we want him. We right, don't want him to go right. away. We don't want him to stop doing that. We don't want and, – and that's the – if there's any danger of this, is that they see it, they see how well it went over, and then they, they start making far, him, right, they start right. making him slapstick. That's where the problem comes in. But as of right now, giddy. My God, man! Like I, I just could not have been more excited about anything. I'm like, I, when I walked into work on Tuesday morning, I'm like, how are any of you talking about anything other than this segment? This was the most perfect segment of television. Ugh, easy for me to say. I talk for a living. <laughs> this was the most perfect segment of television that I had seen in. Forever, like this is. If that was a segment on Parks and Recreation, I would have been thrilled, right? Like if that was if that was eight minutes on your favorite sitcom or your favorite Netflix show, you would fucking love it. It yeah. was 
Per- it was so goddamn wonderful. And it provided us with the greatest gift ever of him smashing uh, Elias with the guitar oh at the, or with the bass at the end. Oh my god. Oh, I I can't get over how tremendous it was. But then the you know the, the again the problem being do you now feel the need to force something? Is that so good that whatever your plans are you have to have more brawn Elias coming out of the chamber and going towards WrestleMania? If if you're not planning on bro- if the plan is Roman versus Brock, right? If that's ultimately the plan, if that's ultimately right. just what they're doing. Right. I know we've heard a lot about Braun versus Miz and some other ideas that have been thrown around. But do you watch any of that? I thought that maybe the plan was John Cena Elias going towards WrestleMania, right? Like that I still think after this promo, he I mean he said, you know, Dead men. Basically, he said dead men have been revived at WrestleMania. So you, you're still convinced that it's seen Undertaker? Yeah. Um, and that's the only way that, that promo, which... Yeah, you're right. Wait, okay. That's the only way it makes sense, because, no, you know... You're, he, not, you're not wrong He about has that. the, I have no path, I don't know what I'm doing for WrestleMania, gong. Right, right. No, I, I don't... You're probably right. God damn it, that, I'm going to make me so mad. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't want to see it, but it, if it's not Undertaker, then that promo made right. e- was even worse. Right, right. So, so then, is there... Again, with Seth Rollins being the wild card here, because yeah. you could, as as AJ mentioned, you could slide Seth Rollins into the bronze spot against the Miz, and then you could have a Braun Elias thing going towards WrestleMania. That I think a month ago everybody would have said, "Really?" Like I think they would have been just right. complete eye rolls towards. But right now, you're telling me you don't want more Braun versus Elias in your life for the next few weeks. You don't think those two fuckers can keep you entertained and still do amazing things between now and WrestleMania? I can't believe it's so. WrestleMania is close, man. Yeah, I mean that's the reality. It's, yeah, I mean we're less we're less we're, than two months. We're what about eight weeks? Seven yeah, eight right? weeks? Yeah. Six yeah. weeks? Uh, Not quite six, but because it's the seventh, so yeah. Yeah, it's seven weeks. Yeah. Seven weeks is where we're at. Yeah, correct, yep. correct. Seven weeks. Um, dude, I you know I'd be all right with that. I'd be totally all right with. It, it would feel like you said it would feel really weird just because we would expect. Braun to be in something a little more high profile, but, but as I, far as just pure entertainment goes, and yeah. Dude, we have to tell the truth about fucking Elias. Elias is part of the reason why we're watching it at this point. Yeah. He's that good. I mean, it, WWE does stand for Walk With the I don't Life. know if you've heard that. That's yes. something that AJ just came up with recently. Like, and that was really clever, by the way. Good. I, I appreciate you coming up with that. Um, I, I think, and I've said before, I think he should be a focal star coming out of WrestleMania. Like, I, I'm all, I'd be all in for Elias and Braun. Now, my I, favorite bit that he does is when Elias goes, you know what? I'm not going to play after all. Everybody's like, yeah. He's like, well, out of respect for the work that I've had to put in, you know, I oh think I should, I mean, I should there's nothing bad about Elias. <laughs> it's wonderful. I mean, the only thing it's that's bad so is that it's wonderful. too wonderful. Like, I mean, at this point, it's equ- equally as conceivable that Elias suddenly turns face and you have that Braun Elias think, tag team. I think you have to. I mean, like, like I think I don't know if you have to do it immediately, but no. I think you but have I to. mean, it's it's on the verge. It's incredible. All right, uh, AJ, do the dumb bit. Ask your stupid question. All right, fellas, you know it's that time of the week where I ask you, fine gentlemen. Who you think had the best? Oh, I thought you were going to ask what John Cena in the match. I well, thought so, that was. The, I, I, thought I thought you were going to ask if we wanted to walk with Elias. Uh, oh, those are two good questions. But my question actually is, what was the best match of Raw this week? I will give you my pick. Oh yeah, I wonder what your <laughs> pick is first. Now I will say the Fatal Five Way match, great. Yes, fantastic match. Um, the Cena Miz match, that, another great. very good one. Also great, Sasha Bailey. It was a good match. Great match. But I don't think that anyone had a better match than Roman and Sheamus. 
And I think that when you consider the fact that the first 10 minutes, maybe like first five minutes of the match, everyone, no, no one had anything. They weren't saying anything. Everybody was pretending like they hated both these guys and nobody, they didn't care. And by the end of that match, every single person was on their feet. No, it was awesome. Every, no, it was every single person was screaming at the top of their lungs. It was great. I was not prepared to singularly give it that. Now, I, the problem was when I first at, – at, at 8.30, I didn't watch it at 8.30. I watched it at more like 10 o'clock. So at 10.30, I said to myself, well, AJ's not getting the point this week because nothing's, nothing tonight's going to be as good as the Cena-Miz match was, right? Like, so I was convinced it was just going to be Cena-Miz. The truth is, at the end of the night, Cena-Miz might be my number three – but I was more inclined to say the five-way. Now, I would be willing to give it a split and give it a tie because it was a really good I'm, match. I'm, and I'm I, really torn on this one. I, but I, the five-way was great. Was yeah, it was. It was a great match. And a, a creative end that you didn't necessarily see coming. Um, stories told throughout it. Like, I... It was really, really good. I don't think I would be comfortable singularly voting. Well, since this is Roman Reigns versus the world, I mean, if we give him even the split, he's... I thought we were keeping, like, three different categories. Are we? Because I I think we had just given it to him because he had split it before. No, don't say that you gave it to him. (laughs) Really? Really? We're we're doing that? earned it. (laughs) We're doing that? Actually, no. Actually, he has never won a tie. There has been a tie between... Cena Finn and Asuka Sasha. I there thought was... early on, one of the first two weeks, he had a nope. tie. First, nope. First week, Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. I see title. Second week, Shield 2.0 versus the Balor Club. Hmm. So how do, we, right here. how do we handle it if we say it's a tie? Well, we, Aaron still hasn't voted. I still haven't voted. Here's, here's my thing. Is, um... Oh boy. I think that Reigns... Sheamus was the better match. I got more entertainment, though, out of the five-way. So it just kind of depends where... I like the split idea, because I think it's right there. Okay, well, I mean, we can split it. That's still one for Roman. He would get a tie, then. Right, he gets well, a well, half. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll give him a one. He's, he's what, 4-2? Four, four, he's 4-2-1. Four, 4-2-1. and one. Four, two, and one. Right, There you go. There, there we you go. go. There I like go. that. That's where we're at. All right. Um, no, but it was great. Nobody's arguing that it was great. It was and, great. And that's the... When Roman Reigns really shines, and I'm not saying he's bad in other matches by any stretch, AJ, but when he really shines... Sounds like it was what he's trying to say. Exactly. If I were you, I'd fight him, AJ. <laughs> uh, when, when he really shines is when he has someone, you know, his size, he can really go at it physically with. It, you know, either him versus Sheamus is the great, because he can, you know, they can just start beating the crap out of each other. That's really, in my mind, when Roman's shine, and, and this was a great example of that. And, you know, it shows also, I I've always thought Sheamus was underrated in the ring, and showed up here because i mean when you can I mean, have that style of Sheamus, match. i mean people anybody who thinks Sheamus is underrated or not underrated but anybody who doesn't respect Sheamus in the ring doesn't watch wrestling no i agree i've always thought that was absurd i mean I, she- Sheamus has had great matches with daniel bryan with roman reigns with cesaro with alberto del rio with triple h i mean like with randy orton like what more the fu- what more do you want from the guy i agree i agree i think there was a thought at when he first started, that he was too stiff. You know what I mean? Like, that he, he would... Boy, in some of his... I was going to say, stiff is good. I, I don't disagree with that. I, don't, <laughs> I like stiff. I don't disagree with that. Um, I, I've never had a problem with Sheamus as a wrestler. I think that's been nuts. Not that there's anything wrong with that. 
Right. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> correct. It's actually it's important to be stiff sometimes. Yes. Uh, um, just depending on what you know who you're working with, right? Like that's the uh, that's the situation. Um, I, look, I think he's a hell of a performer. I, my issues have been with his character. Of course. Right? And that's, of course. That's, that's the reality I have. Now, that being said, I think everybody that's watched this with Cesaro can all agree that this has been wonderful. This has been one of those delightful little, I don't know why this works, but it, it works wonderfully. And it's probably because if they had allowed him to be more than just this, you know, sort of silly caricature of a character – that Seamus probably as a worker had a lot more level to like he could have developed the character more, but all they really wanted from him was be a guy that has a look that kids can like. And you're and either kids... going to, you're either going to be a goofball Irishman or you're going to be a big bully, right? And, and nothing really in between. Yes, there's no gray area there. And so I think what we're learning now is if they had given him the flexibility, that he probably would have had more depth to the character, and we probably wouldn't have disliked Seamus the way that we did. And I think what we're seeing now is more of a guy that's being given the opportunity to be creative. Oh, you, oh, uh, hold on, wait. So you're saying people booed Sheamus because of how he got put over Daniel Bryan and returned to WrestleMania? I don't, I don't think that was what I was saying at all. Uh, <laughs> no, not at all, actually. Oh, okay. Daniel, Daniel Bryan got another person booed. <laughs> you keep, for no you're reason? Keep going, you're going to keep going down that road. Is this what I, we're I, I don't another even know person? if this is, is factually correct yeah, here. Is this what we're doing? Is this what we're doing here? Um, for no. no reason, they just got booed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, the the women's division. Nia actually looked good, which was I, nice, and I love what they're yep. doing with the. You know, everyone was expecting this is the moment. Here it comes. Here yep. it comes. Nope, we're gonna put it off a little. I love it as long as they you know find the right time to do it and they but, don't just put it but off forever. You still. Do you believe that Sasha's turning heel? Yeah, but is it going to be Sasha versus Bailey at WrestleMania? In or some they... form, yes. Okay, that's the when you say that, that's the problem because I'm all for Sasha versus Bailey at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. I am very much opposed to Sasha and three other girls versus Bailey and you know th- or Sasha and Absolution. Like yeah. Sa- now, if if this is the play that Sasha is going to be the new leader of Absolution because Paige is no longer able to wrestle, wouldn't suck. That's not the worst thing. I'm not opposed to that, but I don't want it to be Absolution versus Bailey the, the Bailey buddies. At WrestleMania, I think the two of them would would be deserved of a one-on-one match at WrestleMania. I just get it. There's a hundred matches yeah, on I the mean, card. Yeah, I mean, if you gotta get all the women in, so drives me nuts. Do a women's Andre the Giant Battle Royal <laughs> or something. You know, oh, like... I, I don't disagree with you, but you know they're going to put them all in, and ah, that would be very logical. God. Um, speaking of the women, Kurt Angle just drops in this line. Oh, by the way. Ronda Rousey signing with Raw. Well, it it wasn't just Kurt Angle. It was clearly that was their plan. This was not him making a mistake. No, no, no. I know. Right. But I'm just saying in storyline, it's just like, oh, by the way, guys, Ronda Rousey signing with Raw. Well, yeah, but this one is, again, it no, was no. weird when he did the bit with Asuka when, like, in storyline, all they had talked about is Asuka having a choice. And right. then he just sort of said, well, Asuka's going to face the – like, that was weird. This was a, a botched – like, he should have in the presentation said, by the way – We've got Ronda Rousey. She's coming to Raw. Well, like, someone that should have been mentioned beforehand that they were negotiating. Like, that's the easiest segment yeah, ever. I mean, I hear you. Easiest feud ever. Both shows negotiating, trying to bring Ronda in. But that clears something up. I mean, that clears up the picture. It, she obviously is, ha- she is going to be involved in something with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon because Asuka's already got, like, we already know that Asuka's going to face the champion. And we already know on the other side now that she's not going to face Charlotte. So 
that leaves one option, which is the other option we have been talking about for Ronda Rousey. Unless this is a big swerve, and they're they're announcing it weirdly this way because there's going to be a swerve at Elimination Chamber, which I don't think would happen. But like like that Ronda wins the title? No, 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 no. That Ronda shows up. Shane shows up and like and and gets her to sign a SmackDown contract instead. Oh, oh, okay. I don't think that's where they're going, but they've yeah. left the door open for that. And that would be a good. Raw, if they stay on Raw, is Nia Jax Ronda Rousey something that we could get behind? Uh, it would be great for Nia Jax. I mean, that would it would go back to what I'm talking about. We're trying to figure out saving now. If now if, that would be Nia probably tapping to and Ronda. That's, that's the issue that I would have. I would be. I would be opposed to – I'm all for Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax. I'm opposed to Ronda Rousey's first WWE match, her going over Nia Jax. I'd, I'd be opposed to that, in part because, as you brought up, we don't know how good she's going to look. I mean, look, we assume because of her athleticism she can handle much of this, but we don't know what kind of performer she's going to be. And so you run the risk of her having sort of a sloppy match and then tapping out Nia Jax, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. that – that, to me, would be problematic all over again when it comes to Nia Jax. And let's be clear. If Ronda Rousey is making her debut at WrestleMania, she's going over and she's going over to Sykes. Oh, correct. There's no and doubt about should. that. And she should. But that's why the thing with yeah. Stephanie would yes. make so much sense. It, it's, it's, you you should... get the mixed tag so she doesn't have to do all the work. Correct. And when she gets in there, it's not like she's up against a great performer. No offense to Stephanie. She's been fine at times when she's been in the ring. No, it'll probably be... Ronda really stalking Stephanie. Correct. And that's and that's that all of that is a good look and you can work out some of the ring rust. It's far more desirable. I'd be all for like if that leads if Ronda Naya is the picture going into SummerSlam, that's a ten and a half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sign me up for that immediately if Ronda shows herself as a performer that's worthy of the attention that we're giving her, right? Like that she still has to do that in the coming months and show that she's not just Don't worry, she even if she does, she'll still get booed for no reason. Don't worry. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> you're probably right about that. All right, anything else we need to hit on from uh, from Raw on Monday? Anything else we need to cover? No. All right. We will grab a break when we come back in. Uh, uh, all sorts of crazy stuff happening in the SmackDown championship picture. We'll talk about that next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Coming to the Owings Mills Metro Center soon, Hammer and Nails Grooming Shop for Guys, where they offer hand and foot grooming, barbering, and straight razor shaves, all in a relaxed man cave nirvana. You get your own TV and remote, top of the line noise canceling headphones, and a complimentary beverage, all while you kick back in a seat that has been custom crafted with your comfort being the number one priority. Trust me when I say this is a one of a kind experience that will have you feeling like a modern day king. That's Hammer and Nails Grooming Shop for guys coming soon to the owings mills metro center find out more by going to hammer and nails grooming.com all right back in here jobbing out segment number two glenn clark aaron oster the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course, the main event, AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. By the way, I'm eating a banana right now in honor of our guest in segment. That's three. right, segment number three. We'll be chatting with uh, the great Austin Aries. He will join us coming up a little bit later on in the program. 
All right, boys. Well, it's that time. Uh, we do this uh, every now and then, and uh, whenever there's uh, some sort of new snack, we always like to, to enjoy it together. Oh, my God. Always <laughs> like to enjoy it together. So Aaron this week actually brought it to the table, and i got to be honest with you, I am not looking forward to it whatsoever, and I'm also bitter that I, I didn't save any Gatorade for this. <laughs> uh, these are the Hot and Spicy Cinnamon Oreos. AJ, what are you expecting what? from the Hot and Spicy Cinnamon Oreos? What is it? When uh, before you have yours, what do you expect to get from these? Um, like the hot tamale candies. Yeah, yeah. or like big red gum. I don't with, with fireball. Chocolate. Yeah. All right, so I'll have one, and of course, uh, as we do, uh, Aaron, you can go next. Go ahead and get one out of there, and if you don't mind, if you yep. would, please pass them along. Passing it over. And Just AJ? so y'all know, I wouldn't eat them shits. <laughs> you wouldn't try one. Liar. You dick. I would, I would try one, right. but I would. That's, That's what point. we do. I don't think I'm going to like it. I'm just going to try one. All right, here we go. You guys chew like Neanderthals. We're doing Oreos. it for the bit, dummy. Um, all right. I think it works with the chocolate. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. It's not something I'd ever have again. But <laughs> it's not... It's not overpowering. Yeah, it, it, it's and it works with the chocolate. Like it surprisingly works. Um, but it's no, fine. not not one of my favorites. It's fine. It's just fine. No blueberry pie. Well, no, my God, blueberry pie Oreos were one of the great upsets in the history of snack foods. Yeah, yeah, it was actually Jesus that's the perfect Christ. way to describe it. Like, like, have I ever been less excited about something that over has anything in your life <laughs> over delivered? The way that blueberry pie Oreos over-delivered. I could not... Honestly, that's a great question. I mean, like... This podcast. Well, all right, we, we over-deliver. I don't disagree with that. But I was like, like you had no interest whatsoever. Nobody on the planet was looking for blueberry pie Oreos. Nobody was sitting around like, man, when are they going to do blueberry pie flavored? Because blueberry in and of itself is just like a meh type of flavor, right? And blueberry pie, is that even a thing? Like, I've never... I don't think I've ever just had a blueberry... <laughs> I've had blueberry cobbler. I've had blueberry pie. You've had actual blueberry pie. Oh boy, now that I think about it, yeah. it might be cobbler. I, dude, you probably had blueberry cobbler. I don't know that anybody's actually had blueberry pie, man. I'd have to think about that one. And all of a sudden, you get it in the thing in your mouth, and you're like, there's a fucking festival in here. <laughs> like, my God, yeah. it's, it's the happiest I've ever been in my life. I don't know that I've ever had anything over-deliver in my life the way that blueberry pie Oreos did. Those Except for maybe Baron Corbin's face turn. Look at you. Look at you. Face turn. Yeah, I mean, that's maybe a bit dramatic, but I understand where you're going with Hypothetic, it. That would have made sense if it was a face turn. I just don't think it is. Um, it definitely right. was not a face turn, but what, what's crazy is that there was a legitimate Corbin chant that, like, a actual Corbin, 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 before he got a babyface pop for winning the match. Which I think speaks volumes to how not good they, fucking how, not how good him and Kevin Owens not just how good him and Kevin Owens are both in the ring, but like how much heat Kevin Owens actually has. Right, how yes. fucking you know unbelievable he is at getting a response, right. um, and that's not like I, I do again. I think we've talked about this before. The greatness of them and the greatness of someone like the Miz is that. They're definitely fully entrenched in the "no, we like you" category, but yet we're willing to play along. Correct. That's the amazing part. When you're so good at what you do, what you do, that you are wildly respected, that you are wildly appreciated, and yet those so same people are willing to get on board and say, 
I get it. I'm supposed to boo you. You're so good that even though I like you, even though you're one of the best professional wrestlers on the face of the planet, I'm going to do it anyway because you're so good at it that you deserve that. Like, it's it's an incredible statement um, about your greatness. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, I, I did think it was – like, it was weird to begin with that you have Dolph Ziggler, who's supposed to be a heel, facing Baron Corbin, who's supposed to be a heel. And then you, you split it up and put two more heels in. And that was the thing. Like, like that was weird. That was like, by the end of the match, you're right. He they they were getting some pops, but overwhelmingly the crowd seemed very confused on what they were supposed to do during those matches. It was real weird, man. It was a real weird uh, scenario. Why do you think they felt the need to put these two guys in this match? Like that's the problem coming out of all of this is I still think the overwhelming majority of us are working under the assumption that this is leading towards. Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles. We've always worked under that assumption. And this is where it's different than the Raw thing, right? Where now all you're really doing is screwing the champion over. And I'm glad they brought that up. Like, why is it that AJ Styles at no point, like, says... Well, he did say it last week. So we at least set it up so... Yeah, but this is so much worse! Oh, I know, I know. But here's the thing. We also have four weeks to build towards it. So you, you use next week as the big AJ Styles comes out and goes... What the hell? While you guys were trying to mess around with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, you've completely fucked me over here. Correct. Like, if you're AJ Styles, how are you not livid with fucking Shane McMahon? And I assume that's where they're going with it. So where does that go? Now, that's the question. And that's the big question is, is unlike, you know, it's really nice that we don't know where it's going. The problem is it's incredibly convoluted at this point. I mean, that, and that, that part is where I'm really struggling, right? Like, I don't understand why they added these two dudes to the match. Um... I, I the easiest answer is one of them can eat a pin, you know what I mean? Like, and that's okay, I guess. But like, why? You know, like, wh- why? Is unless there... unless you are going so- somewhere with AJ versus not necessarily in a match, but like kind of AJ on one side and Shane. And Were you Daniel about, Bryan you about to say other. AJ versus Shane? No, I wasn't. If about they to... fucking do. <laughs> could oh, you could you fucking imagine <laughs> for a second straight year the rest there? Like you going, I mean, if we're if we're just speaking practically, that was if not no, the I, best match, definitely one of the best was matches a, from last was, year, but definitely not worth of a WrestleMania. Could, no, could, could you? It's like here we're going to tease you with AJ versus Shinsuke and give you AJ versus Shane. Oh instead. my god, could you imagine? How do you even walk like in? The, can you imagine walking into AJ Styles in the back and like, all right, all right? So I know we were talking about Shinsuke, right? Like. And I but know there's. But n- l- listen, listen for a second. I got something else for you. I think you're gonna be excited. <laughs> oh my god, man! Holy crap! But How... like, but as far going back to the story, like that's the only re- way this makes sense. If that is AJ is going to go after them somehow, I, right? I mean, right? And he should. If you're a breathing human being, you should because you are fucking me. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I said that the like universal champ week. doesn't have to defend his title at all going into Mania, <laughs> and you have to overcome four different people. Uh, what's crazy is that, like, I think this is leading to the situation I brought up before, where AJ Styles finally snaps and beats the shit out of Daniel Bryan and 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 Shane McMahon, and that's how you make him the heel between him and Nakamura. And Nakamura. Right, but then where does that leave Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan? And why were these other two dudes in the match? And does it, yeah, it puts him at, positions him as the heel. There's no question about it that he's supposed to be the heel. But would he really get booed when Shane just fucked him over so badly? No, but, I mean, there's a lot of guys that don't get booed that are great heels. We just talked about it. I mean, well, man. 
when their music hits and they win matches, there's a pop. Right. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I, I don't know. This is – like, I get it. Like, I should be willing to say, hey, look, it's good that, that we don't know and we want it that way. But I think I have more concern on this side of, like – We don't know where it's going on Raw, but we can see very clear. We just don't know which path they're taking, but right. we can see very clear paths. This, it gets to the crossroads and it's just, like, woods. Yeah. I just I, – I, I keep coming back to – Xavier Woods is who you think. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> how about go. that? This is, he, he's this somehow is going to get, get there. This is how you get there. I, I, I just, I, I'm so, and they've really still. By the, ne- way, by the way, Big E really, really, really has a problem if you throwing pancakes on the ground. By the way, did anybody else <laughs> laugh uncontrollably when they were running an IHOP ad right next to the, the New Day with pancakes out? Did anybody else catch that? I didn't. Yeah, it was amazing. It was incredible. Like, it was incredible how they managed to time that. I did like how the counter didn't go up at all. The counter? What? The, the pancake-eating counter oh, that they yeah, put yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was, was a good, good bit. Because um, he never actually swallowed any of it. Right. right. The, the, the other thing, okay, so are we ever going to address Dolph Ziggler and the championship? No, I think they're going to say, oh, well, he mentioned the title shot, so that's the explanation we're getting. That's it? That's yeah. my guess. It's real weird, man. Oh, I yeah, don't... I mean, no, he said, he said that he, he left... He didn't want to be here, blah, 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 but then he got a, a WWE title shot. That's what he came for. But they announced that match before they put the stipulation on it. They announced right. that match last week before, you know. Well, what he's, he came back because he's in the Royal Rumble, and right. the Royal Rumble is a title shot. Like, I, But but they, they tried to make it seem like he's only there because that match was for a title shot when they had announced the no, match I, before. No, I hear you. And there's also the awkwardness of like, okay, but still, like, why did you, why were you – if you didn't want anything other than the WWE title, then why were you in the United States Championship match? Like, what? I, there's a lot of, of... Well, and then there's the, we're going to do the, the, the record scratch, and then we're going to start the theme a few seconds yeah, that, later. That's weird, too. Like, well, they did that the one time, but not the other time. No, they did it both times. No, they did it, both it, times. It, it, was, it was like 10 seconds, and then we're going Oh, right, to... okay, yeah, they did it, like, longer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, that's exactly... I'm like, I knew there was something different about the two of them. It was just real... Why? Yeah, it's weird. I don't I do don't... do one or the other. Well, and there was a similar reaction at the end. Like it seemed like he was going for like a face reaction at the end of the match, where like he gets up on the announce table and he's doing the whole bit, and like I don't, it, the whole like, thing leaned is just... into the crowd a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's just real like weird where you're going with. Like, are you trying to make him and Baron Corbin a face team to face Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania? Like, Eesh. yeah, I mean that's not. It is not – I ain't going to be excited about it. I know that much. Um, I don't know. It's just so weird, dude. Like, it's just, it's very weird. Give me Kevin and Sammy versus Rusev Day at Mania. Yeah, I mean, I'd far prefer that. You know what I mean? I mean, like, anything with Rusev Day. Yeah, you it's know. a win. It's a it's a goddamn win. I, dude, I don't know. It was. By just, the way, happy Rusev Day to you. Um, I'm so sorry. Thank I, you. I, Thank and you, I absolutely – I gave my wife her uh, Rusev Day chocolates this oh, morning. Oh, my God. That's, I'm taking my <laughs> wife out to Rusev Day dinner tonight. There we God, go. Oh, look at you guys. Right? I'm going to pick up some Rusev Day chocolate-covered strawberries. Oh, those are – you yeah. know what? That's my favorite Rusev Day gift. Yes. I also enjoy Rusev Day lingerie. That's a big one. That's a good Rusev Day gift. Rusev, Rusev Day sex is always nice, too. Oh, my God. It's the best. Yes. It's the <laughs> best. Didn't, uh, didn't What's-His-Face do a song about Rusev Day sex? Uh, you know, Rusev Day sex. Isn't that – don't I remember I that mean, really well? Yeah. I I, that. that might be it. Yeah. I, I really like the, the various covers of that, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Um, what else covers. are we talking about? You talking about condoms? <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know what those are. Uh, <laughs> wow, we're doing this. Uh, what else are we talk about from SmackDown? <laughs> Uh, the, how about how about the Uso? They did the same little backstage. Yeah, I don't uh, like the words though. In, and I loved it, and I loved it. And then the Bludgeon Brother, it like they like flipped the WWE like flipped the concept of like all this interactive TV thing that they've been doing recently on its head by having it end with the Bludgeon Brothers using hammers and smashing the television that you were supposedly watching that whole thing on the entire time. Yep. I love that they use the hammers. That was the first time they've used those damn hammers, so that's a nice little right, touch yeah, there. Right. Um, but yeah, when it comes to when they're doing a serious promo and we're doing the follow the bouncing ball thing, yeah, I'm totally out on that. It's not follow the bouncing ball, it's narration. Wh- whatever. whatever. It's, literally, it's literally a comic book, which you read all the time, and you've sucked Lucha Underground's dick for years because they make it more like comic books. Literally, but they don't, they don't put... You know, words in different fonts and going across the screen and stuff as you're doing this. They do that in comic books all the time. That's literally the point. It's also to I, attract. By the way, that's the first good argument I've heard for it is the comic book comparison. I admittedly don't like it. I think it's. I, I think it looks low rent. Um, but I think it works for you know, like the when you're building the mix match challenge, you're trying to do something. I think you guys are just white man. Okay, maybe we are. Old, I'm, well, I'm definitely an old. <laughs> yes. I don't know how that's debatable. I'm definitely an old white man. I agree. Yeah. But I like comic books, by the way. Like, I'm, I'm desperately trying to figure out when I'm going to go see Black Panther this weekend. And that's not yeah, true. I got my tickets. When are you going? Uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night. Oh, look at you. Nice. Look at you. Um, must be nice to not have a job for, for four months of the year or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, it is nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to deny that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, when you're right, you're right. Um, uh, you know, like I, 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 but I'm lying. I like comic book movies. I don't like comic books. I, I, exactly. I, I, That's I my point. I yeah. read comic books all the time. Right. I love comic books. I don't. I don't. If you read comic books all the time and you saw this and you immediately hated it, why do you like comic books? It's the same concept. Well, yeah, but it's not. But right. you don't have someone talking. Like that's how they have to do it because it's scripted out there. If it was a silent film and you had to have it so you could read it, that would be like comic books. Let me let me do me a favor. Let me watch it again next week and try to think about I it. From a... I just don't understand what the beef with it is. I, like, I think it looks literally... I think it looks goofy, and that was a serious promo, and it's distracting and it looks goofy. I, I'm like, I'm, if I'm being honest, I don't, think I... It, I don't think it looks goofy at all. I think it actually adds to the intrigue and it adds to like what they're saying. It emphasizes what they're saying. I, and and I haven't off... felt that way. I felt that it looks more like a kid's show. I felt like it looks more like yeah, a... and that and it also does help kids with that too. Well and that's that's fine for kids, but I'm not a kid, so I don't like it, right? Like that's just the way that it goes. Um, but let me let me give me a week because I've never thought about it from the comic book reference. I don't I think that you're on to something there. Like it's such an original thought that I can't believe that it's yours. Um, but I, I'm I'm willing to go back. All my next... thoughts are original. That's why I don't boo people for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I was hey I've been on I've been actively the only person that was an Elias Samson fan like two years ago. I I well two years ago is when I had seen him, so I was on board after I saw him. But but two well, two and, yeah, and a half kind of hated ago. him in Philly it's, though. Until I saw it. That was when I turned. Was when I saw it in Philly and saw how it worked. And before before we saw him at that NXT house show. I was not – I was like, dude, there's nothing there. This this stinks. And then all of a sudden I saw him at that house show and I said, oh, fuck, I totally get it. He's, I com- yeah. he's a bigger heel than Eva Marie. <laughs> guess what? I liked him before I ever saw him live because I have original thoughts. Okay. Well, you know what? My original thoughts you're, are still you're original. Big, you're, big in the, you're big in the group thing. No, fuck a, that, man. You needed a, you needed a whole uh, fucking arena full of people to – cheer somebody for you to be they like they weren't hey. cheering him 
They weren't cheering him. They were doing the exact opposite. They weren't cheering him at all. It took me until that night. It took me seeing him alive. Yes, I have a different appreciation for things once I see it live. Like, for example, I think your record's trash. But maybe if I go see you play the songs live, I'll actually enjoy it. And we both know that's not true. (laughs) Oh, man. Um... All right. Anyway, what were we doing? I was talking about SmackDown. Oh, the the the, the think boxes. Let me. All right. I, th- let me look at it next week, and I'll 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 give you another thought if it changes my mind. I can tell you at this point, I have not liked it. I've thought it's been low rent. That's what I've. That's how I felt about it. But I'd be willing to look at it from that perspective of it being like a comic book situation, and it would make sense. I I would then I would still probably come lean with Aaron. I feel like you want to think about who you're using it with, um, and the Usos might not in general be a bad option for that. Um, because I think they do, I think faces would be the right people. Oh to... yeah. By the way, another great promo from the Usos, by the way. Yeah. The promo was yes. good. No, no question. I, I would say though, you should never do that with Baron Corbin, right? <laughs> like, I don't think that he's the guy to do that with. <laughs> Although all, all of a sudden, maybe F- we're going to make Corbin. Follow the bouncing oh, hairline. Oh, yeah, Come I on. I forgot to say this on Raw. You saw when they repackaged Asuka? <laughs> That was the best video. By the way, they should have been doing that for moment one with her. That was awesome. Remember, 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 remember how you that said it's, all, it's always awesome. a repackage if they just show a video thing. So uh, they, I think I was have, a little bit more specific nothing, than that. I think I was a little bit more specific than any time you show a video thing, it's a repackage. Yeah, I think I'm very Oscar specific. Clearly, Oscar clearly no, has it's a, no juice. It's a far different and thing. They don't, and yeah. they don't believe in her at all. Yeah, it's far different. they showed her a repackaged video. If you're her, trying you know? to suggest that I was wrong about Baron Corbin, you're drunk. They had nothing for Baron Corbin to the point where they, they tried doing something with him and then said, oh, fuck, no, we're not doing this anymore because we don't really like him that much. Like, they've, they have had nothing for Baron Corbin. Now, I hope that they're finally giving him direction, and I hope they're finally doing something with him. Although, I've said all along, I don't, I don't really see it with Baron Corbin. And you know what? Maybe it really is just my overreaction to his hairline. Like, I just don't <laughs> see the look. I don't see the look that you need to have in order If he order shaved for th- his head, would you be? I, uh, it would so, but the problem is it would look so weird right now that I, I don't know. I think in order to have that character work, you can't, you cannot have a receding hairline. And I'm, I get it. I'm not trying to be offensive towards. That's not his fault that he's got a receding hairline. But I don't think that character works with that look. You look like an old man playing dress up. Like it just doesn't seem to work for me. Um, I, I've never seen it. I've just never seen. I, like I get it. He's a hoss. He's a beast. There's, I think there are ways you can make him work, but I have never seen that character as being particularly interesting to anyone. Um, and I think they would always been better off just making him sort of a turbo dick. Like, I think that the Randy Orton character right now would suit Baron Corbin well. Just make him a super dick. Just make him a super I don't give a fuck about well, I mean, you. That, that's when he's thrived, when he can interact with the audience and be like, you know, I hate all the guys you like. You know, you guys are worthless. Yeah, I don't just, care about you. I think your, the best yeah. thing for Baron Corbin is when super dick. Um, I, I, I just don't. I don't see this. I don't see this. All right. Anything else from SmackDown that we need to cover? I mean. No, but there is something we do need to cover before we go to segment three. And okay. it's something we've been promising for a couple weeks here. And I figure. Oh, we, you want to update the bets? Yeah, let's update the bets right here, I think. Uh, why don't we do that in the third segment? Why don't we do that after we talk to Austin enough. Aries? Uh, we'll get to Austin Aries and we'll come back. We'll reset all of the bets. We we owe a lot. New Orleans is going to be. I'm going to spend. We? We're, well, yes, we. Yeah, we. Yeah, we? you, you we. get a, you get a botch for trying to claim you didn't have any that you we? owed. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we. Yeah, AJ tried to suggest he didn't know any. That's not true. So, because we stand in the first quarter, y'all saying we? 
<laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it is. Yes. Wee wee. All right, uh, we'll come back in. We'll talk to Austin Aries next, and then we'll get the, the botches in a quick count. That's on the way. I'm Glenn, he's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. They say you're only as strong as the company you keep. The U.S. Army keeps you in strong company. If you want to stand out, the Army can give you the training you need. To take advantage of the strong options waiting for you, visit GoArmy.com. You may qualify for up to a $40,000 signing bonus. Start your future today at www.GoArmy.com impact. They're strong, then there's Army Strong, paid for by the United States Army. Hey everybody, this is Gilbert, and you're listening to Jobbing Out. And Aaron, you're the worst, baby. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course... The main event... A.J. Francis of the Washington Redskins. Uh, of course, guys, we had uh, James Ellsworth on the show, our buddy, just a couple weeks ago, and we're really excited about this event that's coming up Friday night at Michael's 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie, Ellsworth's homecoming. And with all due respect to James, who we love, he isn't the greatest man who ever lived. <laughs> that's true. That is our next guest. He is Austin Aries, and he joins us now here on Jobbing Out as he will be in town Friday night for Ellsworth's homecoming at Michael's 8th Avenue for Adrenaline Championship Wrestling. Uh, Austin, it's so good to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for taking the time for us. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And, uh, no, that, that's, that's no knock on James Ellsworth. We all like James Ellsworth. Right. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like A.J. Francis. I'm the main event. There we go. There you go. That's not easy, but, you know, somebody's got to do it. No doubt, man. No doubt. All right, so before uh, we, we get started with everything else, we have so much we want to talk to you about. I first want to know, let's say I wanted to be a future greatest man who ever lived, right? <laughs> right. How would I go about Is there, like, a committee that I can talk to? Is there somewhere that I can look to find out, you know, to get in the running for future consideration? Well, first of all, it's greatest man that ever lived. I know that's not grammatically correct. Uh, great point. You're the greatest man that ever lived. You can just kind of make the grammar up as you see fit. Actually, I, I completely stole that from a, uh, a Weezer song, uh, was, which is actually titled The Greatest Man That Ever Lived. Go back and listen to it. It's an amazing song, and if you listen to the lyrics... Uh, at the time, I was like, man, I was like, this is exactly uh, exactly what I need to come out to, and I should start calling myself that because it's highly obnoxious. Uh, so you have to be willing to, 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 you know, even with a little tongue-in-cheek, be willing to accept the obnoxiousness of it and what that's going to bring your way. So that's really the first step is, is being able to accept that part of it because, uh, you know, you walk around calling yourself the greatest man that ever lived. It's going to get you all sorts of attention, uh, positive and negative. And, you, you know, you call yourself the greatest man that ever lived, and you say it's a little tongue-in-cheek, but I think it's serious when you say, if someone says you have the greatest submission finish that has ever been applied on anyone in the history of wrestling. How did you come up with the last chancery? Because visually, it's crazy, and it just looks so painful, and it looks like something that can literally rip someone's head off. Well, first of all, thank you. Uh, proven why is the main event right here. This guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, so you know, there's there's a submission called the Muda Lock that I'm sure we're familiar with that actually incorporates yes. the legs as well, right? So you're going to grapevine the legs and have them in like an Indian death lock and then you bridge back and turn it into a chin lock. Um, you know, I think Emma was using that for a while, right? She's called mm-hmm. the Emma Lock. So it looks visually similar but really two completely different moves. This is almost more of like a head and arm choke uh, or, or front face lock. You know, in, in wrestling we learned a front face lock. And really with that bridge, you know, um, you know, it's also the front face lock is called a front chancery. So 
so that's kind of where it's got its name of the last chancery, right? It's, um, and I don't know, it was just something I was playing around with uh, as I was training. And, uh, you know, the first couple of matches I applied it on, on the opponent, um, it got it got quite a response, not only from uh, my opponent, <laughs> but from the crowd as well, uh, visually. So I thought, well, I might have something here. And I and, uh, just kept working to kind of perfect it. And it's, you know, for a guy like me, who's not always going to be the biggest guy in the fight. It's something that's a neutralizer because when, you know, when yep. we're both, on a grounded base, and you can, you know, again, we've seen time and time again, you know, uh, whether it's chokes or joint manipulation, it's not about how big you are, it's about your technique and getting getting yourself in the right position. So, um, you know, that's something that the Brain Buster's always been, you know, been a great finish for me when I've been, you know, been able to use it. And uh, But then to have a secondary submission when I can't use it uh, is important to be well-rounded in there. So you've had a uh, busy couple of months here. You've won a ton of titles all over the world. Just What, what have these past few months been like for you? Man, it's been pretty crazy. I was just, you know, I was just kind of looking at, you know, since really late November is when I started getting back into the into the swing of things, and um, yeah, it's been pretty much nonstop, and it's going to go that way at least through April and 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 May, and then I, you know, I might I might kind of take June and July and maybe slow it down just a little bit, let my body uh, let my body give it a little break, enjoy the summer a little bit, and that's you know that's the beauty of kind of you know, working for yourself and making your own schedule is you can kind of dictate when you, when you might need a break, whether it's mentally, physically, whatever it is, or, or you just want to enjoy a little bit of life and then, and then get back at the grind. So, um, but yeah, it's been a whirlwind, man. I've been traveling all over the globe uh, and, you know, yeah, I've had a lot of success and, and, and with that comes, you know, a lot of successful promotions, which is, you know, as a fan of pro wrestling, it's nice to see that there's you know so many thriving promotions, uh, not just domestically, but internationally all over the world that, you know, can afford to bring, high caliber talent in they've got high caliber talent talent within their their promotions already locally and um it's a really cool time in wrestling because you know with technology everybody can get their product done out there everybody can have their own platform whether it's the wrestlers themselves or the promotions and uh it's just kind of creating a unique environment for guys to have a lot of freedom and ability to go out and make a good living doing this you know you were talking about your schedule being able to set your own schedule and coming off of the wwe run is that kind of a weird feeling to have that freedom again I don't know if weird's the right word for it. I mean, welcome. You know, it's it's nice. Uh, I, I certainly didn't mind the schedule there. Uh, I, I appreciated the, the pace of it. And, um, and listen, there's, there's a ton of benefits uh, to, to working in that environment with, with WWE. And, you know, a lot of great things come with it. But, but then there's also other factors that depend on what you value most, you know, can, can also come into play. So, you know, most of my career I've been kind of an independent uh, contractor, right? truly independent contractor, not just a name, but actually being able to be an independent contractor. And I've been under contract at at times in my career with certain promotions that have given them certain rights or, or, uh, you know, priorities. But yeah, you know, for me, I kind of enjoy, especially at this point in my career, uh, enjoy getting to enjoy the the journey as much as, as just trying to reach a a destination. Austin. um, Yeah. So, Austin Aries is with us here on Jobbing Out. Again, Friday night, Adrenaline Championship Wrestling, Ellsworth's homecoming at Michael's 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie. Go to AdrenalineWrestling.com right now in order to get your tickets. Austin, there are people that believe that um, the reason why you are doing this on Friday night and not getting ready for something related to the WWE is because of something related to creative. Are those people drunk? Do they have any idea what they're talking about? I, I, I'm not too sure, you know, I mean, again, I was told that creative didn't have anything for me. Uh, you know, I can only go by with what I was told 
can't go over sure. reports or reports or speculation. Um, you know, again, to my knowledge, there was no real there was no real issues that were brought brought to me at any point. Um, so, uh, you know, in the in the corporate environment, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things at play. So, I, you know, at this point, I don't know that it really matters. I mean, that's kind of looking behind <laughs> right. behind me at what what happened or what you know what was and you know that was. Uh, I'm trying to look forward. You know, there's a lot of things that you know I got in front of me that need my attention, and uh, you know, but it just seems including, by the way, being a heavyweight be... champion of the world right now, which is kind of important. Well, you know, you know, my bags are heavy right now. You know, <laughs> and, you know, I kind of feel like you know I could use a, I could use a pretty lady by my side uh, you know, to help me carry some of these titles. Um, you know, but um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think that. Everybody wants to talk. Everyone wants to kind of keep going back and revisiting that. And I, I mean, and for me, I'm at a point where, yeah, you know, I don't know if the reasons matter. Uh, I don't know if, if getting answers or explanations or, or I don't know that any of it matters. Right? The, the situation was what it was. I had a great run there. It, it, it gave me a lot of uh, a lot of positives to take away from there. And um, I'm just focusing now on like, man, there's this whole sea of opportunity in front of me. Within wrestling, outside of wrestling, when we you know, talk about my book and the plant-based lifestyle yep. and, and kind of be an advocate for that and just really overall food, food awareness. Um, you know, there's a lot of, lot of other things that right now, like, hey, I love my time in WWE. Uh, but you know what? I'm loving my time, you know, after WWE. And there's, and there's a, lot, a lot of great stuff out there wrestling-wise and outside of wrestling-wise that are, that are keeping my attention. Austin, uh, uh, how, why does the banana in the sport coat work? <laughs> because on its face, it should never work. Yeah, but it works, I, and right. I need to understand why. Well, it's you know, it, you know, sometimes they'll say it's, it's not the clothes that make the man, but the man that makes the clothes. Yeah, uh, true. You know, I, I, listen. Most people try to pull that off. It's it's not going to work. Let's be honest. But uh, yeah. you know, I pride myself on being somebody who can who can you know pull off some ridiculous things and somehow make them not ridiculous and. Uh, <laughs> You know, yeah, the banana is one of them. And then also when I started thinking about it, I was like, this is actually practical. It <laughs> is. How many, listen, I sat to that Hall of Fame ceremony, you know, and that thing was long. And yes. I'll tell you what, about two hours in, you know, when I, everyone else is getting a little hungry. I, I had a snack right in my, snack right in my pocket. You know, and, and I'll tell you what, a pocket square wasn't going to help me at that juncture of the evening. I wasn't no, it was not. much with that. So, uh, you know, uh, it worked out quite well. So you never know. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a substitute teacher once. She was an extended substitute teacher. Uh, I can't remember what class it was. It was in middle school. And one day we came into class, and she was all kind of speaking a little bit of gibberish, and she seemed really out of it. And, of course, us being young, immature kids, we just made jokes at her and laughed at her and, and, uh, and maybe even, you know, threw, threw a paper uh, airplane or two at her before realizing there was something really wrong with her, and she was going into a diabetic shock. And, uh, you know, had she had a banana in her pocket, <laughs> there's a good chance that she would be able to, you know, combat that. Because really, we gave her a candy bar and she was good. She was back to normal. So, you know, maybe that, maybe that stuck with me. And all these years later, I'm just trying to be precautionary. That's so great. That God, that's great, man. You know, this is a good segue, though, because you brought up uh, the book and what you're doing with the plant-based uh, uh, diet and your plant-based life. And the book is called Food Fight. So maybe we transition from banana in the pocket right to that. Um, uh, you know, I think a lot of people would hear that and say, dude, you're you're a jacked pro wrestler. Like, you're a ripped dude that's working out a ton um, and doing all sorts of physical type of stuff. How in God's name 
are you able to do that while eating this plant-based diet? So tell me a little bit about that and then how you've, you've decided to sort of tell people about your journey with the book. Yeah. Well, I think the question now is why people still think that you can't do it on a plant-based diet. And it just comes down to the ideas and thoughts that we're indoctrinated into thinking and, and the way that we're, we're taught that you know we should be eating. Um, you know, there's protein in all sources of food, not just animals. And if you really think about it, all your animals get their protein from plants originally anyway, right? So really almost all sources of protein originally start in plant form. And as your body breaks down amino acids to use them to rebuild muscle and repair, um, it, it doesn't know the difference or differentiate between animal amino acids or plant amino acids, right? So as long as you're consuming enough, uh, you know, again, whole food, plant-based diet, there's, you know, if you're mindful of it, there's plenty of protein to be had. Um, and really just, you know, that, so, that, so that's one of the first ones, where do you get your protein from? And then usually it's followed up by don't you miss bacon. And uh, no, I, I don't. Bacon's actually a pretty easily rep, uh, replicable uh, flavor. And, uh, you know, like the skin of a pig, I don't know. I, you know, just when you start looking at things differently, it changes your perception of what things are. Is there anything that, like, you cheat with? Is there anything at all where you're like, okay, some people would say no this, but I, I'm willing to go that route? Um, so, you know, and that's why I use the term plant-based diet as opposed to vegan, right? Because vegan can kind of be a very strict and all-or-nothing mindset. It, it shouldn't be. You know, trying to live a vegan lifestyle isn't about being perfect. It's about being mindful and making the best decision that you have in front of you uh, and, and seeking those decisions out. But, you know, there's certain things like red wine, for example. Most red wines aren't technically vegan because they use something called isinglass, which is like a fish bladder byproduct Ugh. in the oh. filtering process. That right? just sounds terrible. So, I don't want wine anymore. <laughs> so so it's, it's, used, it's, used in, it's used in, like, your dark beers, too, like a Guinness or some of you know, your darker beers. And they don't need to. That's just how the process has been for you know, decades, whatever it is. So we just, we haven't, you know, we haven't evolved enough apparently in these, in these realms. <laughs> um, but, you know, so it's used in the process and even though it's filtered out, you know, a lot of strict vegans would stay away from that because you're using, you know, animal products within the, the creation of this. And um, so, you know, there's certain concessions I realize, listen, hey, I'm, I'm carrying, you know, four championship titles right now. That's certainly not vegan leather, but what am I going to do? I mean, you know, uh, you know, so we all got to make concessions. And um, so, but I, again, so doing the best you can, right? Being mindful, even just, even just doing something like a meatless Mondays or, or abstaining from meat products and dairy and eggs for like one day a week. If everyone did that, could have a huge impact on, on uh, the industry, the environment, you know, people's health, you know? So again, I don't preach an all or nothing approach because to me, that's a, that's a failed mission, right? I want to I want to be inclusive and, and encourage people to be more aware of their food choices, vegan or not vegan. Besides, you're talking about you know fake colors, fake sugars, you know uh, preservatives that we put in our cereals that are banned in other countries. You know, a lot of our kids' foods are some of the worst things that, that are made for people. Um, taking a, another look at the, what I call the corporate food system, realizing they don't have you uh, in your in your best interest any, anywhere on the radar. They're just trying to make money. And they don't have to have a conscience by, you know, by definition, right? So we need, you know, as a consumer, we need to be a little more aware of the choices we have. And then, again, we're trying to find a cure for all these diseases and cancers and ailments. And, you know, there's all these different foundations trying to find the cure, but nobody's talking about food. Nobody's talking about the single most important decision we make multiple times a day every day is what we put in our body. That's the building blocks of everything we become. It's what fuels us. It's what cures us. Or it's what makes us sick. And we don't really put much emphasis or education into that. And, you know, because I really think that that doesn't really help the consumer-based 
healthcare system, the consumer-based food system that we currently have in place. Well, some of us are just pigs that work in radio, too, unfortunately. That's just the way that it is. Again, the book is Food Fight. You can find it by going to graybookspublishing.com. That's uh, gray with an E, graybookspublishing.com, Food Fight. It's Austin Aries' book about his uh, plant-based diet. Uh, even easier, you can go to austinariesbook.com. Awesome. That's easy to remember. Awesome. That, very cool. Very easy to remember. Yeah, there. Right? Uh, how there hard go. is it? You know, you're, you're traveling all over the place. You're keeping weird hours. You don't necessarily, you know, can choose what restaurants you go to. How hard is it to keep up that diet when you're on the road? Uh, you know, with a little preparation, it's not it's not very difficult. Um, you know, and I think when things become priorities, you put, you're willing to, you know, put a little more of your resources towards it, which is your time, your money, your energy. And uh, so, you know, I, I, I travel with a cooler, and a lot of the guys and girls in, in this industry do because we do keep such weird hours. So if you want to eat, if you want to eat quality food, no matter what your dietary choice is, some of your things that you have to choose from at one or two in the morning aren't going to be your best right. options, whether it's fast food or it's, or it's, you know, gas station food. That's never going to be your best option. So anybody who's mindful of just overall health, no matter what their dietary choice is, you know, tends to carry things with them so they never find themselves in that situation so that they can't find the foods they want to eat. They've got some stuff packed with them to make sure it gets them through. And uh, and then the other thing, too, is, you know, again, with technology, it's easy for me to seek out, no matter what little, you know, city or town I'm in, some type of restaurant or, you know, uh, you know market or something that kind of caters more towards a plant-based diet. And surprisingly, man, I've, I've, uh, I've had, you know, very little difficulty finding someplace almost anywhere. I was just in Peru for, for a handful of days, and I was in uh, Ole in Tatambo, and I was in uh, Machu Picchu. And b- both spots, I was able to find, like, a vegan you know, centered, uh, you know, restaurant or cafe to go cool. eat at. So cool. it's been kind of cool to see that really the trend, like that, that lifestyle choice is definitely something that's becoming a little more mainstream. People are becoming more aware of it. And with that, there's, there's a lot more options popping up. Austin, you know, I, I, as, as an athlete, I'm competitive just as, as you're competitive. Um, and when I think about situations like high pressure situations, situations I've been trying to get myself into for years, um, whether it be football related or or music related or whatever I'm doing, I always get that nervous little jitter right before it's about to start. And then as soon as it starts, I'm locked and loaded. Yeah. What was that walk down WrestleMania, uh, the WrestleMania aisle last year like for you, knowing you were about to have a championship match? Yeah, I think I think you kind of just described it right. I, I think that you get yourself psyched to walk out the curtain and then, you know, for me, you know, and I think for a lot of performers that, that are lucky enough to do that, that initial, that initial wave of energy and, and the kind of, you know, enormity of it uh, kind of hits you. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah, I walked out there and then just saw this sea of people who were just had so much energy and were so ready to be entertained and so excited to be there. And that all gets transferred to you and you have that moment where it hits you and you go, wow. This is, uh, you know, this is pretty amazing. And then, and then you put it away, and you put your game face on, and you walk down the ramp, and, and you perform, right? And, and that's what we're trained to do. And uh, that's exactly what the hell y'all did, so too, because to that do. match was great. I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, and, and we, you know, we both walked in there with a chip on our shoulder, and, uh, you know, because I think we both carry ourselves that way. Uh, and uh, we wanted to go out there and make sure that, you know, people were talking about the very first match of the night. And, uh, we, you know, we were – Again, I was I was I talked to a lot of people since then who said, yeah, we made sure we were there, sitting in our seats because we weren't going to miss that match. So, 
I take some pride in that, and uh, it was an amazing experience. It was incredible. There's yeah, no we were we that. were definitely there. Yes. In our seats. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about that. Hey, also, yeah, we drove money in, right? Like, think how much more money they made in concession stands. Right. Exactly. Because <laughs> we brought all these people in, we brought all these people into the arena early. No doubt, you know? man. So hey. Yeah, they're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know we're going to have to let you go here in a couple minutes. I, we really appreciate you taking the time for us. I, I wanted to ask oh, you uh, now, doing um, doing Impact and, and, and just this unbelievable arrival, like nobody knows you're going to show up, then you're there, but now you kind of have to sit around and wait, and like it's, it's, some things have aired, some things haven't aired. How sort of difficult yeah. is it? This is a huge brand. This is a brand that people recognize all over the world. And yeah. we know that you've won a few belts, but yet, like, we've only seen what, like, how difficult is it to maybe remember what's aired when you're talking to people, or, like, when you're tweeting, things like right. that, and, and what you can talk about, what you can't talk about? Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things, and uh, it's one of the difficulties with, you know, needing to take that many TVs in advance. And, you know, I know, I know from talking to the team, like, that's not, everyone knows that's not ideal. Yeah, and that's you know just a temporary thing until until we can move towards doing something that you know makes more sense across the board. Uh, and, you know, and obviously, ideally, you'd, you'd love to be going live every week, but that's a huge long you know distance away. And sure, you need, lot, you need to have a lot of good infrastructure to go there. But even even getting down to taping, you know, maybe four weeks at a time or something will give everybody um, a, more of an opportunity from a creative standpoint. You know, it, it gives you more flexibility and freedoms to have to. You know, juke when you got to juke, or, or you know, quick hang a left if you have to, because things come up. Whether you know it's contractual things, whether it's injuries. I mean, so you having more time to prepare creatively. Uh, you know, and yeah, kind of not having to wait so long so that the results are out there as long as they are. And uh, you know, especially now with with again social media. You know, you, you're in this you're in this catch twenty two of well, do you spoil your own television show right by by leaking some things that you hope maybe garner some interest. Or do you not do that, knowing you know the the, 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 the different websites and stuff are going to do it anyway? So you try to get ahead of it, and then how much do you or do you not reveal? So you know that those are all things that you have to take into consideration. And I don't know if there's a perfect formula or that you get the answer right every time, but you know I think for impact it's important now. Like there, there's going to be steps backwards, but as long as they keep taking more steps forward and they take steps back, um, you know they're on the right path. And I, I think that the team in place. At least from a um, you know philosophical standpoint, I think they want to do some things differently that's going to help enable that. Obviously, the uh, the impact roster, the landscape of the show, very different from when you were last there. Is there anybody you're really looking forward to stepping in the ring with? Uh, you know, there's I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of talented guys there, and you know, again, I, I can go through the list of the, the top guys that are, that are kind of there at the moment, which is obviously you know Eli Drake, who I you know was just just the champion. Uh, you know, he'll get his he'll, his rematch uh, this week. On, on, on impact on pop and um, you know we got Alberto uh, El Patron. You've got you know Johnny Impact. Uh, you've got guys like Sammy Callahan who are now on the scene there, causing some havoc. Uh, you know you've got uh, you know you've got some of the X Division guys. You know who really at this point are as good as anybody else in the roster. You talk about guys like Matt Seidel, Trevor Lee. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of talent there, right? And a lot of guys who are hungry and and really want to either you know make a name for themselves, cement their name, or remind people who they are, you know, who, who, who maybe, who maybe have, uh, you know, discounted them. So, um, you know, I think there's good energy now. There's a good mix of talent. You've got some veteran guys who have experience. You've got some young, hungry guys. That's always a good mix. And, uh, you know, the idea now is for everybody to elevate one another and, and, and the whole thing is, is a whole. 
Well, we're looking forward to seeing everything you're going to do there. But more importantly, we're looking forward to Friday night and Ellsworth's homecoming at Michael's 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie. Again, AdrenalineWrestling.com is the website to get your tickets. AustinAriesBook.com to pick up Food Fight. Austin, what about social media? Where do people need to be following you on uh, Twitter, Instagram, everything like that? Yeah, Twitter and Instagram are probably the best. At Austin Aries on Twitter. And uh, my Instagram has got my middle name, Healy, smush in the middle. So it's Austin <laughs> Healy Aries, H-E-A-L-Y. And uh, you can see all my pictures of uh, shirtless selfies uh, that I take uh, <laughs> occasionally. You know, a lot of, a lot of food pictures and, uh, and, and things of the sort, so. Well, dude, we're looking. We're, we can't wait for Friday night. It's going to be an awesome, awesome night at uh, Michael's Eighth Avenue in Glen Burnie. We are uh, thrilled that you're coming back to this part of uh, the world. We really appreciate you taking the time for us, man. This was a lot of fun. We'd love to do it again at some point. Yeah, it was great, guys. You know, I used to live in Owens Mills for a short period of How time. Did, wait, my wait. Cousin, my, my, yeah, my cousin Mike Sowald, who played with the, the ball. No, I had no Whoa. idea, dude. Yeah, yeah. Dude. So I, I saw, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun to come back there, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a call and see if he wants to swing down and, and check out the night of action. Himself. That's so cool, man. That is really, really cool. I, wow, I can't oh, believe yeah. I never wow. knew that. That's awesome, man. Hey, Austin, thank you again, bro. Really appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, gentlemen. Enjoy the appreciate rest of your day. you, Friday. All right, guys. Very cool. Thank you to Austin Aries for checking in with us. Uh, good dude. Looking forward to Friday night and him being in town. Glad we were finally able to make that happen. Austin Aries currently all of the champions in Impact Wrestling at the moment. <laughs> all of them. All of the champions everywhere. He's like two right, different yeah, yeah. British companies have made him right. their champions. He's just, just You think he was doing drugs with Matt Seidel in the woods in Purdue? Or in Peru, I mean Purdue. 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 Yeah, he was hanging out with Isaac Haas <laughs> doing drugs. What the f- I think he was hanging out in the woods with Matt Seidel doing drugs in Peru. Peru. Wouldn't shock I me. almost said it again. <laughs> I almost did it twice. I don't know what's going on with me. Mr. Big Ten over here. Jesus. Um, <laughs> it was super weird, super weird. But appreciate that conversation. He's a good dude. And, I do uh, want to see Aries versus Callahan now. Oh yeah, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Of course, it'd be amazing. That'd be incredible. All right, uh, moving on. Let's. Uh, we said we would, so let's get to it. We need to update where we are bets wise. And I've I've sort of succumbed to the idea that like we're just paying them all off in New Orleans. Like it's just gonna be a weekend of paying off bets. We're, we're down there. This is the longest that I'll be there. I'm gonna be down there Thursday through Tuesday. Yep, that's when I'll be there. So I think AJ's Friday through Wednesday. I think he's just sort of a, a day back of us. Yep. So I'm I'm all I'm all on board with just saying I'm paying them all off down in New Orleans. That's what we're doing. Although I might like one of them. I think the R Truth one. I might have to do beforehand. Okay. Because there's too many wrestling I was fans. Say, doing that wouldn't make. Well, I guess we could go somewhere in New Orleans that wasn't a bunch of wrestling fans. <coughs> like I could do that at the brewery. Like the day that uh, we're going to the Beta Brewery. Like yeah. uh, if anybody wants to join me, uh, Friday during the day. You should, you should do that at a funeral. Yeah, that would be really uncomfortable. <laughs> that would be super weird. Though if it was a New Orleans funeral, actually yeah, it is kind of a party, right? Yeah, like, that's that's a, actually, that's a great yeah. point. That's a great point. Damn. All right. Uh, so I probably I owe the most. I think. Yeah, you do. Um, so so just running through this real quick, I, I separated them. So Glenn, on your own, you owe the R Truth thing. You owe the onesie. You owe the glow scene. I just got to figure out where. What did we decide finally with the onesie? Like any onesie at I, all? I think it was any onesie. Obviously, any onesie. Yeah. The glow scene. Yeah, the thing that you lost, cause you have to reenact the glow scene with Mix. I didn't know. I realized I lost that one. That's yeah. really funny. Yeah. You're right. trash. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, the two of us together, we still have to do the hacksaw thing. Oh, my God. That, that was that's like two old. years old. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta... And the cupping. Yeah, but, oh, right. We got to figure out somewhere that'll let us get cupped. Yeah. That's weird, too. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, that might that one we might have to do before. So that's five yeah. things for Glenn, two so far for Aaron. <laughs> yeah, uh, add the pizza to my. I, I, as I was going through, oh, this, I was yeah. like, oh, I haven't yeah, done the pizza dick yet. The pizza bath. Jeez, so yeah, I'm gonna yeah, do that. It's terrible. I know. You're um, a AJ, great. you have to sing Ario Speedwagon to Roman Reigns, however you want to do that. Uh, right. This is the one that, a- that AJ complained about because it was too white. Too, too white. Yes. Yeah. So you gotta do that. You also have to take chair shots from me and Glenn. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. God damn it. I forgot about that. Okay. Yes. Um, but I can only do that when I'm around you, so that's not my fault. Well, that's what we're doing in New Orleans. Right. Right. Problem solved. New Orleans. Um, so, yeah, those are the two you got. Uh, Migs has to sing. I out. only got two, and you guys made it seem like you guys well, you got like You zero. claimed zero, you claimed Dick. Zero. You claimed zero. I have one that I, really I can do by myself. You and claimed one, you and had one, zero. You claimed zero. Dog, you were. It's okay. You're wrong. It's all right. Life will go on, but you were wrong. Live with it. You have five. I'm not saying I'm not worse. I didn't go on Twitter and say I have fewer bets to pay off than AJ. You were the one that said zero. You claimed none. All right? Jesus. I have less than you guys. You're right about that. Then shut up. What the fuck? (laughs) Um, and then Migs has to do Oreo Speedwagon. You know what? I'm not going to stand for this slander. I am the man beast, Glenn Clark. <laughs> Did you forget that Alicia Fox, Alicia Fox, called me the man beast? And you will not slander me on this program because of that. Did she call you, AJ Francis? Did she call you the man beast? Huh? Huh? No, but she gave me her number. Oh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> She called me the man beast. God damn it. You were saying something. Uh, I was running that. Migs also has to do REO Speedwagon. Sean has to take chair shots from us. Kyrie the Comedian needs to do the onesie. Vernon Davis still has to do. You've got that. You've, uh, yeah, that, I'm yeah. a little bit worried that we might not be getting that <laughs> And one. Chuck, Chuck needs to do the dance. So, uh, yeah, of... we got a lot of stuff we got to get on. Well, yeah. you need, you're in charge of reaching out to everybody else. Okay. All right, you're in charge of reaching out to the non-us. Okay. We have to have it all done by New Orleans. That's the That's the the deal all, all right. right everything done by new orleans we'll coordinate in the next couple of weeks as to and hopefully and i guess we'll add on another thing in new orleans next week because next week will yeah, be our we'll elimination do our next, chamber our next preview picks. all right uh time for a quick count i don't even know what we're talking about yeah. because we didn't discuss it beforehand no, we but did not. aaron apparently uh is the uh wh- what's the uh you're, you curated the quick count this week is what we call there it. we go so we'll go with that um i just want to throw this out quickly it's not really i'm very worried about this because sometimes when i give aaron too much freedom I get something, I'm like, I don't care about this. There is one thing that oh, we can God have a long discussion on. Okay, right. One thing I just want to mention because it's fucking awesome. And that's, uh, so New Japan's building towards uh, Strong Style Evolved, their uh, show in Long Beach at the end of March. Uh, at the latest New Japan show, Rey Mysterio popped up on screen. Huh. Challenged Jushin Thunder Liger to oh, a match, which dope. was accepted. That's pretty dope. And here, how old do you want to feel right now? The last time Rey Mysterio and Jushin Thunder Liger faced oh, off, I don't don't say it. Starcade '96. Yeah, right. Tyler Bate wasn't born yet. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, oh. yeah. Uh, I guess that throws cold water in the face of the idea that Rey Mysterio might be joining the uh, Cruiser House Party or the yeah the Cruiserweight Title. Well, uh, they they they've announced everybody for it. Oh, have they really announced yes. everybody? They okay. did. Uh, do, I was going to possibly bring that up. The, they haven't called up somebody for an NXT for it. They announced it for next week. Do you want me to say it or no? Because well, you have... th- who, did yes. they announce it? They announced it. Yes, they announced. Who it. announced it? Uh, Drake Maverick on the show. On or? the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. Um, this was a surprise. Buddy Murphy is. Uh, 
I is mean, joining. And, and they gave him a good package. Like, he... Uh, that's f- Okay, that's fine. It, nobody cares. Yeah. Um, but that makes sense. I mean, there's nothing there for him. And yeah. Clearly, because he's, uh, you know, Mr... Uh, Mr. Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Bliss. I was, was going to say, one person cares, and that one person matters Right, so and that's the yes. point. The point is that, like, it keeps Alexa Bliss happy that he has something to do when he had been lost for a while. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ, he was completely lost. Yeah. Um, so I'm, it's fine, but it's not exciting. It's not like, oh, man, I wasn't going to watch, but now it's, that I know Buddy Murphy's going to be there. It's interesting. It's interesting, especially the way they're, they're packaging. I mean, but, that's almost not even a call-up. It's more like, a, hey, did you guys know this guy was still alive? <laughs> remember, remember Buddy around. Murphy? Best-kept secret, Buddy Murphy. That's that's what they're calling him? Yeah. I don't hate that. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. It works. Uh, by the way, Mark Andrews looked not shockingly awesome. I mean, Mark Andrews is great. And then yeah. Gulak and Nice had a great 205 list. Yeah, um, the other small thing, before we get to the one thing I do think we need to discuss, um, Emma showed up Ring of Honor. She's going to be wrestling in the Women of Honor tournament. They've announced all 16 people for that. So Emma gets her first big okay. role coming cool. out of WWE. Cool. Uh, which Which gets us to the third thing, which is... So it seems to be a fact at this point. Uh, Ticketmaster has sent out a notice that Backlash, the the first, not not Payback, <sighs> Backlash. God damn it. The, is this the one in Baltimore? No, Payback's the one in Baltimore. Oh, for fuck's sake. Ah! The, the one after WrestleMania is going to be a co-branded pay-per-view. Now, okay. there is talk that this also means that everything is going to be co-branded. There, there are rumors. I don't, nothing... Completely concrete, but Dave I mean, Meltzer why, said... Why would you do it for well, Backlash? Why you would do it for Backlash is because you would have a draft or something there. Uh, okay. so, so you use that to shake up the roster. So it could be that, but there is a lot of talk that this has been, a decision has been made that they want co-branded pay-per-views, that pay-per-view numbers, attendance is down, and they want to do well, This is always going to happen. The only surprising oh, yeah. part is that it would have lasted this long. I mean, yeah. that's the only surprising part, is that they would have waited this long to get there. Um, and I can't wait till they do that, and they still say the one time of year, <laughs> the one time of year when Raw and SmackDown compete against it. Like, oh my god! Um, and, and and you know what they're going to say? You know, the brand split's still strong. You know, they're not actually wrestling each other. No, this was you know in 2007 well, when they started right. doing it was the beginning of the end of the, even right, though it, it hung That's... on for another couple of years. It was the beginning of the end of correct. the brand split. There, correct, 100. percent Um, we'll see. You know, it's they're not announcing that yet. It is. It is weird that they would do the one, and you would think that would probably lead to more. Um, I, don't, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't know what to say. I wish I wish I could be excited about it. I wish I could. Or be very angry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, the, the this is a problem. The reason why you did this is because you had, I, like, here's, let's all tell the truth, right? Um SmackDown was red hot coming out of the draft, right? SmackDown was by far and away the better show of the two it was, shows. It was the show of the year in 2017, according it, to us. It feels more and more of late like they are emphasizing Raw to the detriment of SmackDown. We still like the performers on SmackDown, but it feels more and more like we care about this one. We're going to go all in on this one, and then the other one is going to be... The other one. Well, it, it's as simple as, you know, they've pulled people from SmackDown to put on Raw. They haven't done it the other way. Right. Now, you could argue circumstantial, you know what I mean? Like, that SmackDown hasn't necessarily required it, necessi- necessi- necessarily. My God, what is going on with Talk. me Talk. Jesus. How much, how much do you have to drink before the show? Yeah, a lot. <sighs> Clearly, I wish. 
Um, you're like Joe Montana on Monday Night Football. No doubt. You're man. like Kurt Angle on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I am a lot like Kurt Angle on Necessitated. It was what I was trying to come up with, but I really Resuscitated. No, Necessitated. By the way, can we agree Kurt Angle should just stop getting a live mic? No, but, you know, I get it. It's been a struggle. It's been a struggle. There's no doubt about that. Um, I mean, we can ask Finn Balor how he feels about it. Um, I, I don't know, man. I. I'm not going to overreact to it right now because it, it you want to overreact to it later. Yeah, let me overreact to it when it happens. And the question is, who's who's going to lose in this process, right? Like, who's going to end up? You know, if you think it was difficult to get concurrent women's storylines before? How in the world are you getting non-title matches. matches for the women on your show if you're doing everything as a co-branded pay-per-view? So, how many of those shows end up being four hours long too? It's uh, uh, my my initial reaction is, ugh, but I will reserve the right to feel how I want to feel when we get closer. <laughs> when to when we get happening. there, yep, correct. All right, is that it? Yeah. All right, very good. Let's get some plugs in. AJ, we'll start with you. Uh, first of all, uh, because he's a friend, why don't you plug? Uh, you're going to be up here. Well, actually, you're going to be up here a couple times. Uh, talk about what's going on next week uh, that you're going to be up here for, and then uh, you're going to be part of another cool event in uh, in March, right? Uh, yeah, so uh, next week I'm going to be here for the county championship game. Uh, my dad's team, Old Mill, is already qualified for that. Um, so we're going to be there just for the day. Um, then uh, in March I'm going to be at Tory's uh, charity basketball game. Tory Smith, not Tory, Tory Smith. Wilson. Like, uh, well, Tory Wilson. I was, we would love to have you. Yeah. yeah, right? Like We'd love to make Ooh, that happen. Lee. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, but no, t- I'll be at Tory Smith's. Could you uh, wait a second? Could, could you Arena. get Tory Wilson for Tory Smith's? Oh my god! No, no, but I am gonna ask her to be in mine. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you definitely should. <laughs> I'm gonna ask her to be in mine in May. I'm gonna have a charity basketball game in May, um, and uh, I actually have three tour dates coming up uh, next week too. Next weekend, I'll be in uh, Jacksonville, Tampa, and um, or uh, Miami. So that'll be a good time. I'm on the the route run and mix it up tour. You're actually going um, to football stadiums in all those cities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, it's crazy that like uh, it's it's it just came together and it's it's going to be a good time, good promotion, um, and and I'm excited for because it it'll be my first time ever actually going on like an actual tour set beat list. That's awesome, man. That's really really dope. We're looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, and um, you can follow me on social yep. media at AJ Francis 410. Um, and you can find out all the information for all these events. I'm going to be doing radio in all those cities that I go to, too. So um, if you're Jacksonville, Tampa, Miami, come out, support the kid. Um, there's going to be a bunch of other artists on the on the, uh, tour, too. So it'll be a good time. Um, and yeah, uh, you can, like I said, my social media is at AJ Francis 410. Awesome. Awesome. All right, uh, very cool. Now, Aaron, you're on Twitter. At the AOster. We're on Twitter. At Jobbing Out Show. The email. Jobbing Out Show at gmail.com. Baltimore Sun Rolling Stone. Uh, I don't know exactly what it's going to be. I'm getting someone for Evolve just to do a, a little preview for Sunday, so check that out for the Baltimore Sun. And uh, speaking of Evolve, by the way, we put him on the air, and Austin Theory gets a WWE Yeah, how about that? He gets the old Jobbing Out the bump. The Jobbing Out I bump like is real. I like it. That's awesome, man. All right, I'm uh, at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, glennclarkradio.com. Thanks again to Austin Aries for joining us. We're killing it with the Austins. Uh, you know, there's one left. There is one. Yes. I mean, when are we? I mean, Miggs has had them. It's time for us, right? Like, I'm pretty sure that's the next one on the list. All right. 
work on that. Full core press on uh, Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, obviously, if you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about the mayor of Austin, Steve Phillips. Great guy. I don't even know if that's the mayor of Austin. Uh, Steve Phillips. I, I, I couldn't. I was trying to think of a good that's Austin. That's a perfect white guy name. Yeah, right? Like, doesn't it work? I mean, like, who's another famous? I definitely visualized uh, old, old white man. Of course. Of now, course. Now watch a black woman be the mayor. Well, it is Austin. Like, it's the most yeah, liberal right. place. In the, yeah, no, right? No, like, I'm it's, curious, it's totally yeah. possible. All right, um, we'll work on that in the future. Oh, you were cl- Steve Adler. No, how about that? <laughs> and it is an old white guy. Pretty good. Pretty Who would have thought an old white yeah. guy was running Texas? That's funny. All right, uh, for Aaron Oster and for the main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. I'm Glenn Clark, and this has been Jobbing Out. Fuck you. <laughs> Show me up.